we'd want to do it because that's like pretty close to communism i'm pretty sure yeah. <laughs> like, FBI i'm pretty sure it's some part of, but i do think I, I do think what may happen at some point as you say that i do think a new kind of like i don't like idea government ideology will spawn at some point mm-hmm. that is based kind of on like tech principles that is based on running the government like almost like a tech company type yeah shit. like I think a new ideology. A social will, networked government, like that Black Mirror episode. Something like that, but just something where it's like, nah, like we can, like we we have technology and we can leverage technology to better govern our people, and like here's how we're gonna do it, and like yeah. it's based on these principles, and like I, th- I think eventually someone may run on that campaign. What's super, yeah, and what's really crazy to me is that how we have a company as big as Facebook that has access to. Just about the whole country's data. Facebook could hold an election. Facebook could hold a fucking like, and I mean, like, yeah, that's a like a private company, but like, the government like runs off of private. Most private companies are the reason the U.S. government yeah. is as powerful as it is. Yeah. Like, IBM, like all these co- big yep. computer giants, bro. The only reason the government has any technology is because they Man, sponsor public, literally private companies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit. I, I I can see that happening probably in the next like what is it twenty eighteen, so our next election is twenty twenty. I can see like maybe like twenty twenty eight. Yeah, someone being like, all right, we gonna run on some like tech we wanna, platform like, shit because Zuckerberg not even. I think Zuckerberg may run for president, but like he has such a long time to do that yeah. that there's no real you know like window for when it could happen i, I think it happened because he's what like 30 something yeah now, right? like it could really happen anywhere in the next you so know a CEO, once he's old enough a zuckerberg elon musk is some yeah. radical because like even trump, the, like trump became president anything possible bro true, like yeah and like just on a different principle but yeah, still just, radical yeah like, like just, still just on a it could just be like a positive version of like okay yeah someone who's not necessarily a po- politician but ooh, they like smart and know how to run yeah something i don't know like a country a, a large business responsible for the majority of people's data like i don't know why not use it like why not be a government that actually like we have the they have the tech companies that know what people think but the government is passing le- legislation like it doesn't know what the yeah. people want but you know that's also something i feel like is going to be like so heavily like opposed in the government too though it's because like something like that that transparency would be so I feel like dangerous to the government yeah. in a sense. Nah, yeah, they wouldn't be fucking. Nobody with that. Would, like, no conservative like, will be fucking with. Like, y'all can't just see in here, like trying, like everybody having the ability to like vote and. Yeah, yeah nah, they wouldn't be fucking, fucking with that. There's only black right. people able to do shit. There. No. <laughs> just on that, our country be like, oh, what? You mean every Negro <laughs> could vote <laughs> if they have a phone? They gonna be requested the bid bitch. Can, if if the race is African American, can we, can some, we uh, make that vote two thirds of? We gonna be using some. <laughs> 
can we can we just slide that on in there? Like, don't let them know. In there, like, real subtle, like, no to read it. You have some uh, facial recognition, catch your pigment. Your nose, your iPhone turn on. You can nose whiff and your lip density. <laughs> You're like Negro detected. Vote reduction in progress. Fucking America, man. <laughs> and welcome to Be The Talks, your favorite black podcast, where we talk about anything from a racist government using tech to ruin our lives, J. Cole's new album, <laughs> type beats, anything you can think of, anime, we talk about all kind of shit. <laughs> my name is Akita, I'm here with my co-host Darius, What's up? and we are here for another lively discussion. At Nina Production Studios. How you doing today, man? <laughs> I'm good, man. <laughs> I just got finished playing some God of War, man. That game is brilliant. Shit is fucking great. Yo, man. That, that God, God of War looked fucking intense, dog. It's man. really... Yo, the, like, graphics and the combat scenes, they're fucking great. You should be cutting niggas in half and shit. Like, it's, <laughs> it's nuts. Like, you, the combos and all the little moves you can do, bruh. And, man, you just, like... Dive into a whole new world, bro. I, I love the like the Skyrims. I haven't played God of War yet, but I love those just like yeah. open those not open world, but like those RPGs where you just like, alright, let me get strong, let me beat some niggas up. Yeah, that's basically me... what God of War is. <laughs> Make like some a, money. <laughs> it's like a linear. It's like a linear, a slightly more linear RPG. Yeah. So you have like a little bit more guidance, but you still have like a sandbox world. Those graphics look beautiful. Beautiful, bro. I can't wait to like have enough money to have one of those obnoxious ass TVs Ooh. that I can just like mount somewhere in the air and just be like, wow, like I can get see real high and just be a different person. Yeah, I can, I can see the you know the fur on his pelts moving in the wind. Like, I'm gonna touch you while you play the game. You're like, like, oh shit, <laughs> you, you almost lost your life on me. <laughs> I almost used my ass to slay you. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I've I, killed eleven guys. I'm Kratos, nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. My bad. <laughs> nah, that shit hard though. I had just been, you know, we were smoking, bumping that KOD, oh, playing, playing some God of War, chilling, man. Man, that was such a good album. Great album. Shout, Shout out Cobra. Shout out Cobra. We was just, I went, we went back and read J Cole's Wikipedia just to remember, like, yeah. If you're hating on J Cole, I want you to just read this man's Wikipedia. Just read it. And like, even if you miss the fucking, you know, you don't fuck with the music, oh, fuck the four albums, whatever, they all trash. Okay, yeah, platinum plaques just fall out the sky. But read about what the shit that he been doing on his business front end. Like, J. Cole has run on his own label since 2007. Bruh. 2007. My dude. That nigga owns his master. J. Cole is getting paid off his music, bruh. My dude has a non-profit. Use the non-profit, non-profit to purchase his mom's house. Bruh. Probably got mad tax deductions on Bruh. <laughs> Probably got wild tax deductions. He was rapping in that song and he left out a whole verse about how <laughs> he was like, oh, fuck Uncle Sam. I opened a non-profit and got all that money back. Duh. Like... Doing his own thing, bruh. Just killing it. And still making music, bruh. Just killing it. Beautiful production, just beautiful. Cold story. Even the visuals. The visuals, the Kevin's Hart visual, the ATM visual. Cole always been kinda cool with the visuals though. Even that um What was that video with the uh, dogs, man? Oh, that was um Ah, uh, the one about him losing his virginity. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna sit here and try to remember the name. <laughs> 
But yeah, that was a good one. Because it was like, oh, we all know what this song we is We know about, what really happening. But we're going to use dogs instead. <laughs> and I like how he'll do videos that aren't like... Cole always true to his character. Like, he don't like the limelight for real. So like, I be liking how in some of his videos, like, it's he don't even really... subject matters. He's not in there. Yeah, he's just kind of adjacent to the video. Like, yeah. it might, something might be happening to another character and Cole just like... Mowing the lawn in another frame <laughs> or some shit. You'll like, see him oh, pop up every like... now and then. Or he'll just be like, um, what was it? What was the last video? ATM? Um, where he was just like, really like a character. Oh no, Kevin's heart. That was Kevin's heart where he was just like, getting the wheelchair. Mm, nah, the up. one where he was, uh. Then it was ATM. So. Yeah, ATM where he was like in the flying car and yeah, shit. He yeah, yeah. It was him, but it was just like a real character. Yeah, it a was. A caricature like, of him almost. He was acting, yeah. Yeah. That shit hella funny, bruh. Yeah. Cold, cold with it, bro. You can't deny that shit, bruh. If you want to debate it, hop in my mentions, bro. We can talk. But it's just a good album. Go listen to it, too. K.O.D., man. K.O.D., bro. <laughs> you probably heard it. It just broke, too. It broke the streaming record for, on Spotify and Apple Music, bro. That shit yeah. dethroned views and is damn near, like, half the length. Yeah, dude. You know what that's called? It's called replay value. Yeah. That's what that's called. That is. That's called because that, what we've been doing, replaying it, running that shit the fuck <laughs> up, bro. Like, you gotta at least listen to it three times and try to apply the three titles to it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta at least get the metaphor. At least, <laughs> and then by then you're already hooked on something, bro. Yeah, so you know, we can talk. And his, I think his release pattern is also really like indicative of keeping those streams up too. Like, we've seen it with Cole, and we've also seen it with Drake just before, where you kind of, like, you just drop the videos, like, right after, yeah. like, almost, like, scheduled, almost, just to keep people talking about it. You just it. Like, feed it. I mean, yeah. Like, we've been had, the, it's almost like we've been had these videos in the cut. We just, like, oh, hell yeah. time we think it's dying down a little bit, drop a video, feed it back up. Yeah. Time but it's not even it's... dying down. It's still going. His yeah. projected first week sales are nuts. Yeah. It's projected for, and ironically, but they were saying his, they were saying that this album first week sales actually won't be higher than the, than for your eyes only first week. Oh, which cool. is interesting. That's I'm dope. like, hmm. I feel like people are gonna run this up more than for your eyes only, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I, I feel like for your eyes only though had a bunch of like people were piecing together the whole story, and so they got a lot of like repeat streams. I feel on this first drop. Yeah. I listened to it like two or three times when it first dropped, and then just enough to talk about it. Then. Yeah, but. Yeah. But that would only account for like the first couple of days of it. That's right. Like the week, that's like your follow through, you that's know? That's fair. Like your first week sales, that means, you know, the day it dropped and then the day after that, like how yeah, many that's times right. people, people kept just running really that just up. Playing it, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, it was a beautiful story though. It was. Yeah, I haven't looked, I'm not gonna lie. For your eyes only was probably like, not, it's just not one of my favorite Cold Project. It's good. It's it great. It was a cool story. But yeah. it's just like, I'm not gonna listen to it again. It's like reading a book, you it know? It goes back to him being the historian, man. Yeah, it's like reading a book. It's like, oh, okay. I remember that story. And you My dude singing down. the Chronicles of Narnia out here. <laughs> <laughs> bro, storytelling, painting the history, bro. That's that's undeniable. That's funny, man. But I think a uh, an interesting thing that I was reading, I was reading this. Um, DJ Booth had an article kind of talking about Cole, and also as we see Kanye popping up now, and kind of you know one of Cole's kind of central themes in his music is that like celebrities or just generally famous people whether they're athletes or comedians rappers whoever generally famous people should not be put up on a pedestal because at the end of the day yeah they're just people yeah. and you're gonna see their flaws and like you're gonna be disappointed so don't hold them up that's why he kind of puts himself in like Even every man what was role. that song that he dropped where people said he was talking about kanye 
Um, yeah, I, I, that's all. I can't remember the name of the song either. Oh, Prophets? I can't False remember. Prophets. False Prophets. Yes. Um, False Prophets. This happens when you have like a stoner podcast. Is you know vaguely all the subject <laughs> matter, but just never the direct name of anything you're talking We're about. We're on the same frequency, but it's real fuzzy. We just hoping a bunch <laughs> of niggas listening like, yup, yup, I know yeah. that one too. I know, I know what you're talking about, G. That's what we hoping for. Or that you're just going to fill in the blank. Because you're sober, but if you're sober, you're not listening to this in the right mindset. So we don't smoke some weed. Anyways, false prophets. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they were just talking about that and with Kanye now, you know, Kanye's talking about he loved Trump, this, that, and the third. Just kind of that idea of like, how do we separate like art from the artist? How do we separate like Kanye's personal beliefs and views and maybe past actions or whatever from the content that he's creating. Like, if I fuck with his music, does that mean I endorse his personal life or whatever? Like, I think that's such an interesting thing. Especially now with, like, you know, we have, all, like, even on, like, a more, like, negative note, like, like, whereas Kanye is just some, like, political views or whatever, like, you know, we got niggas that's actually out here hurting yeah. people and shit like that. Yeah. And they rapping and, like, people still, like, you know, I don't give a fuck Playing about... Playing the song, I don't care what I don't give a fuck going. about that, but I fuck with this music. Like, is that, you know... Yeah. And I, I think know. I think it's hard. I, I feel like that shit's kind of crazy too, because I feel like it's like a direct product of like the times. Because I yeah. feel, um, what's his name? Lil Pump said he'd like kick his grandpa. Kick his grandfather in the and face like, for some lean, what's the, bro. Why, what's the point what? of that? Other than like we're in this like we talk about this being like a streaming society where like we got social yeah. media, got people connected, and like there's a formula on how you get popping, and then also like niggas in shitty situations like. And niggas end up doing these crazy shits to, like, do whatever the fuck they doing. Yeah. So niggas turn up crazy. And, like, the music, people, I feel like people fuck with the music because the music, you kind of resonate. you like, I'm in this shitty situation. But, like, niggas gonna make bad decisions. You gotta, like, separate <laughs> that shit. Like, you can't, you can't be saying, like, oh, my dude cool because his music cool. Yeah. You gotta be like, nah, I don't fuck with what he doing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was, like, I was listening to a podcast with the dude, um, it, it, they were interviewing the dude who produced some Six uh, Nines music, um, and so they're kind of asking him like, "Man, like, did you catch a lot of flack for you know working with dude after kind of all them allegations and shit came out?" And like, you know, maybe he had like some media trained answer. I don't know, but he was just kind of like, "Man, like, I don't know. He's a good dude. Like, you know, all that shit was happening and like." You know, we talked and like, you know, he is just a genuine dude. Like, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, we make good music. Like, I don't know, type shit. And I was like, man, like that's 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 a conundrum. Like, I thought about that for myself. Like, man, like if someone you know popping who had like some controversy wanted to hop on my shit, like, what would I do? Like, do you chomp at the bit for that fucking chance to get on and just be like I'm gonna get on and that's that? Or do you like? I feel like there's like a, I feel like there's a bit of like disingenuity with like. Saying like, like being like, oh, you know, I don't really know what's going on. He a good dude. It's like you definitely got your own opinion. Like fuck that. Yeah. Like, but know, I feel like I feel like you too. just gotta, people. I feel like you just gotta be like make your decision and be real. Like, yeah. Like what, what what the fuck she uh she said in um uh Tokyo Ghoul. She was like, if you if you don't make a choice, it's because you're weak. Like yeah. Either like okay, <laughs> I worked with homeboy because like. Hey, we making music like I don't like I don't fuck with what he doing, yeah. but I'm gonna do the business or right. be like, nah, dude, I'm not gonna fuck with you. But like, yeah. don't try to dance around the ice and act like, <laughs> bro, I don't know, dude, you just look dumb. Like, <laughs> nah, I think it's, it's hella interesting though because it's especially now when it's like, 
um, like I had a Twitter exchange with someone and they were like, well, I listen to whoever because I pirate music. So mm-hmm. like for me, that is purely listening to the art. I'm not putting no money mm-hmm. in their pocket type shit. Right? Yeah. And like, you know, that I do kind of understand. I'm like, all right, if that's how you want to separate it, you know, that's cool. I, I see the value <laughs> in that. Because for me, I think, so for me, the way I see it is like, I don't want to support nobody's business whose morals I don't support. Mm-hmm. So what he's doing in my mind is the equivalent of saying like, you know, fuck this big business. I don't like Walmart. So I'm going to roll up and just steal a bunch of shit from Walmart. Yeah. Versus like, fuck Walmart, but I'm going to be in line because I need these groceries. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because I feel like that's what a lot of people that's do, That's that vigilante right? shit. Right? Because I feel like a lot of people be on that like, oh, I don't fuck with so-and-so. I mean, we see it with like R. Kelly. We see yeah. it with Chris Brown where it's like, everybody got hot words on Twitter about it. But Chris Brown still But someone's still running them streams up, so yeah. clearly something don't add up. Like, And I, I think the world also just hella different too. Like, yeah. People have like... As much as people want to, as much as there's like rights and wrongs and stuff, the gradient exists because people just don't care about certain yeah, things. Yeah, people just don't and care. And there's going to be somebody, you could like hate the shit out of Chris Brown. They're going to be somebody that don't give don't a fuck. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't know who And they're going to put their Spotify playlist on and they heard Chris Brown growing up. And yeah. they gonna keep playing home, dude. And Spotify going to put them in the... <laughs> keep throwing them them Chris Brown hits. Throw them on the algorithm. In the algorithm, yeah. And, like, even just people who don't know shit about Chris Brown, like, the majority of, like, the white consumer base who listen to Chris Brown. I think just consumer base in general. Like, one thing I've kind of learned... You gotta know music to know the shit behind music. And so we just talking to ourselves and people streaming on Spotify, like, around the world, like... Yeah. (laughs) A lot of people just, like, don't be caring about that shit. People in Europe listen to that shit, like... Yeah, people not even hip to all of that, you know what I mean? So it's just... It's crazy. It take a level of closeness. Like, I feel like... You, we li- I listen to motherfucking Calvin Harris every now and then, and I don't know shit about his life. I don't know what he looked like. Yo, you know, so you only hear something. <laughs> so, you know, something crazy, actually, that kind of showed me kind of just, like, how, what's the word, insulated you can become on social media, right? Like, my Twitter is a bunch of black-ass people. Like, right? I follow maybe, like, two white people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Avicii died on 420. I did not see that shit once on my fucking timeline. All I saw That's was crazy. J. Cole. The only reason I saw that was because I followed Billboard magazine and yeah. they tweeted it. Well, Avicii died and not a single person. Avicii had the number one streams for the weekend. That's because crazy. Because his streams like shot up because he died. But like, no one on my timeline was talking, was talking about, about it. it. Because that's not the circle that anybody runs in. That's crazy. But like, I, I just think about that and kind of apply it to, to yourself. anywhere else, yeah. right? Where it's like, you know, this may seem super normal to your circle because you're all in your circle. This may seem like common knowledge. Chris Brown hit Rihanna. Oh my God, everybody nah. knows that. But, but most then of you, the world don't as know As soon shit. as you step outside your circle, it's like, he did what? Oh shit, I didn't even know that. I love Rihanna. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's crazy. So, the, yeah, never think that your world bigger than... Never think that you've it. seen everything. As many people as you think you know, man. Like, yeah. the world's so much bigger, dog. Yeah, that's like that's the craziest shit. Like, people in other countries are just no living idea. completely different experiences. Completely different. No idea what goes on on this side of the fence. Like, you ask a foreigner about America, and, like, they just have hell... Because, like, I got family overseas, and I'd have been to, like, London once, and just, like, talking to people... Like, even my own family, like, what their own perceptions are, like, what it is, like, over yeah. here. And, like, mind you, it's starting to change now, especially with things with, like, Mike Brown and, like, Ferguson and stuff. Like, Where people how, are looking in more. Yeah, not just looking in, but, like, now the perception is, like... 
so before, I mean, when I was growing up and before, um, you know, those, those police killings had been as, um, as like publicized Local, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, like when my cousins, and mind you, we were younger too, but like my cousins used to always just associate like, coming to America with just like being rich. Coming like, to everybody America. in America guapped up, like, you know, like it's, 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 it's popping over here. Like, you know, everyone's got it. It's good. Like, yeah. And it's like now... You know, my cousin be hitting me up like, yo, be safe. I'm like, nigga, you be safe. Yeah. <laughs> and they be like, nah, we saw the news, bro. They killing niggas left and right. And I'm like, yeah. true. <laughs> that shit crazy, man. Dude, that shit, it's crazy. Or that like, shit's so big too, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. That, and that's the power of technology again. Yeah. You know? Just the world being able to kind of look in. And then yeah. also just like black people being able to like have more autonomy and and that's, I feel like that's one one thing why older um, conservatives are having such a hard time with all the tech and all that, like, yeah. it's just, you don't have that much control. And it's like, yeah, you see you see the more natural ends of how the world looks. You can't just paint a picture saying that the, the world is all roses and yeah. shit. Just because you decide, like, that's what's on TV. Like, nah, dog. Like, people can upload this shit now. People like, can upload this shit. Like, you, people thought, like, the people thought that, like, hip-hop and rap music was, like, uh, like white people think that shit's aggressive and, like, that shit influences killings and shit. I'm like, nah, niggas rapping about their life. Niggas life rapping about Like, this a motherfucking, this a story, bruh. Like, and so if you think this shit's so foreign, it's not, man. Yeah. <laughs> Again, just hella insular. And even now with, like, now that we have all this data, all these metrics, before when niggas was just ripping music, of course hip-hop probably wasn't yeah. the most, you know consumed form of music because it wasn't being measured on the same scale. Yeah. Like, all the mixtape 50 cents sold out the corner store wasn't getting charted That's by right. the RAA. So, like, you have no accurate metric. But now that we do, yeah. it's all of a sudden, uh, yeah, duh, this shit that we made is great and all of y'all love it. Stop yeah. acting like you don't. Know, like, and this shit, this shit been great, but you just got people in suits who like, nah, we don't yeah. want to spend it unless we make it bread. Basically. Yeah, crazy, dog. Man. I read this crazy, um, I read this crazy report by um, these group of economists, um, and they were just basically talking about how big like the the wealth gap is in like America, dog. Yup. And the shit's insane, man. Like even like our like favorite celebrities they were talking about. They was like, if we look at like the top like one percent of America, like black people fall in like the bottom like two percent of the top one percent <laughs> and they're all entertainers and they're like yeah, in the like, grand scheme of things like entertainers generally are like the lowest paid ones in that scale yeah and all of the upper spots like ceos and people who just make bank for like sitting on their ass like yeah great white people bro great white people bro. i think there's like three black ceos who make like a notable amount of money yeah probably <laughs> if i had to kill a few white people to get it bro. <laughs> Like, just real download snake shit to get there, bro. Like, man, that shit crazy, dog. Crazy, man. That's why you gotta just get your money out of here, folks. Like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get that bread, bro. Yeah. Because. Niggas getting smarter, though, bro. The fact that, like, there was a group of economists that were able to, like, be like, nah, we can study what y'all need to do to yeah. get us in the right position. And we can tell y'all, like, y'all keep bullshitting and saying that you know oh everything's like y'all just need to work a little bit harder and just need it's to just time we like nah <laughs> white people just be having the craziest legs up because gen gen like 
generational wealth is like the craziest shit ever. Like, yeah. when you think about like what it like, someone three gen, like you, it doesn't have to be that close to you. Like, nerding out someone, a little bit, compound interest over the lifetime of multiple people. Bruh, someone two, all it takes is someone like two or three generations back to be rich as fuck and manage that shit well. To just have like the rest of a family yeah. be set for the like, foreseeable future. Like America's like a timetable where like white people started getting money and black people couldn't get money <laughs> while white people were getting money. And then they was like, and now okay, now y'all can get money. And, and like, they was like, oh shit, them niggas getting money, let's take it. So they gonna burn it down <laughs> for a few more years. Well, ooh, we started them too close. We started them too close. They catching up. Oh shit. They catching up. Go hang them. Damn, shit. Listen, help us. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming for help. <laughs> but nah, like, I was just talking to one of our friends, our mutual friends, just about, like, she was telling she was telling me about how, like, you know, she grew up with someone, and um, she used to think, like, oh, man, like, we live, similarly, we live in the same neighborhood, yeah. our house is about the same size, like, you know, it's all, we go to the same school, like, we must be in the same, you know, tax bracket. Something. And they Somewhere. were in the same tax yeah. bracket. But the difference was, her grandma was rich as fuck and bought their house outright and gave each of the each of her mom's kids big ass trust fund. Yeah. And when you have a big ass trust fund, you don't have to do shit. Nice. <laughs> you can find your passion. You can get really good at some skill that no one else is good at. That trust fund is like trust me. That child over there cool. Trust me. <laughs> She cool. You got good genes. I know. <laughs> like that's what a trust fund is, bro. Like niggas don't got trust funds. Bro. Yeah. Even just there was uh, the article that I read. I'll I'll tweet it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was talking about how World War II veterans. Yup. Got houses. Yup. But the black ones didn't yep. apply because no, ain't nobody giving no house to no Negro. No. And so people after fighting the war. Just got houses if they were white. Yep. Houses and black college. people who fought just had PTSD. <laughs> just got beat and like. was war, war scarred like in fucking shell shock. That shit crazy, man. Yup. <laughs> yup. Hey, at least we got some good strains of weed. <laughs> shit, I'm scared of that. I'm starting to get paranoid about that shit too. The more the government start getting involved in uh, weed, man. the more I start to be worried about, man. Like, it's only it's I appreciate not my long. plug. I'll always shout out my plug, bro. Even when it's legal, I'm hitting your line, bro. I don't care, bro. Because I'm just waiting for the news article to come out, bro. Yeah. Just waiting, bro. Yeah. Especially in these more conservative states where you're like, why y'all drink people? <laughs> yeah. Like, y'all ain't up to no good. Well, y'all can't be up to no good. And it's like, you know, people be like, well, like, white people, it's, it's white people doing that, so it's gonna be all good. And it's like, yeah, they shit gonna be all good. <laughs> it's gonna be great. The, the fucking dispensaries in the hood is not gonna be all good, bro. Like, them shit gonna be struggling. Shit gonna be killing niggas. Like, like yes, yeah, the, the dispensary in Clay ain't gonna nah, be gonna lit. Like, make, we gonna have to make packs. Well, we like, hey, all the local drug dealers, y'all just apply all y'all shit now with dispensary. We gonna get the minimum federal regulated amount. Shit. Good luck, Iron. Right, I know her. Dropping gems for somebody who'll do it, not me. Mm -hmm. Someone know the trade. <laughs> I ain't never been a trapper. <laughs> that has never been a skill set of mine. Boy. Oh my god. So, I know we were, um, 
reading on Twitter and wanted to talk about type beats. Ah, yeah. So we had tweeted a couple of days ago, um, just trying to get a few people's thoughts on like, you know, this is a hard tangent. Sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> how we operate if you don't know by now. Um, but we had tweeted, we had sent out a tweet the other day just asking for people's thoughts on, you know, the whole type beat thing. And if you're not familiar, um, on YouTube right now and, and you know any kind of music platform it's a very popular practice for producers to post their beats as quote-unquote tight beats because it may um, sound like or the beat may be suited for said artists so like you might do like a Drake type beat yeah. or like a you know Lil Uzi type beat and like for artists that's also a good way of them for being like oh I kind of know what sound I'm going for let me like yeah I can oh I kind of like the way Uzi beats be sounding let me search a little Uzi type beat etc etc and it's kind of the original thought came because T-Pain had tweeted something talking about yeah, like fuck that's that beats that blah 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 and that kind of got our gears turning over here and we were curious what you know the masses thought um but yeah so I think it's interesting um cause type beats kind of arose in YouTube yeah, it's definitely a big part of YouTube culture. And so, I think one benefit of that um, is it's a, it's a solid, like, marketing, like, ploy. Maybe it's not yeah. prime for artistry, but, like, at the end of the day, if you want to produce for a living, you got to yeah. sell content. Yeah. And people that choose YouTube, like, you know, you know like... how they going to find that content. If niggas trying to just rap, if niggas in the car rapping and they pull up, like, YouTube, like... You're not going to, you usually don't type in a specific producer. Yeah. You usually type in like, hmm, who do I like the most? Oh, I like Drake, Drake type beat. I'd be liking a rap on a Mac Miller beat. <laughs> Mac like, Miller type, type beat. beat like. like, and so in that sense, like, in that sense, it allows for the artist to better fine tune and approach their target market. Yeah. They know who they, who they, and who they're envisioning on the beat. And so anyone who thinks they sound similar to this, I can talk to you. Yeah. Um, so I think in that sense, then it's cool. You know, it's a cool form of marketing. Yeah, I think I, I share the same belief. I think, you know, on the on the marketing tip, it's it's just you know it's just an easy way to get your shit out there. And um, like going back, we was talking about the dude who produced some of Six Nine's music. The way Six Nine found his shit is because dude made a tight beat. And they were in the studio looking for beats, and they found his shit and downloaded it and recorded some shit on it, and they in the there rest of history. Um, but I think my only thing about it was I would say don't put too much faith in it. I yeah. think I think with the type B thing, I think some producers can get one kind of lost in the hype and not really find their own sound. Like I feel like people. A lot of a lot of producers in the in the type beat sphere, not all, but a lot of people my language, mm -hmm. I know y'all be sensitive, but I think a lot of people tend to just mimic more or less sound for sound like shit that's hot. Yeah. And like a big problem a big problem for me as far as type beats go, I don't care about artist type beats so much, but I do think it's a little corny when people do producer type beats. Like oh. if you're a producer <laughs> like I see a lot of those. Yeah. Like I see a lot of Metro booming type beats and I'm just like so why wouldn't they? I'm like, oh, that's kind of cringy because it's just like, oh, so you just jack, you're, not, you're admitting to jacking someone yeah. else's style. Because I could see, like, I could see in a lot of artist type beats, like, your the, own tag, individuality, is, the right. tag is created after you create the beat. Right. You so made you create it, you listen to it, and you're like, okay, oh, man, I, I feel think, like 
I'll tag a Drake type beat. I feel like Drake will body this. Like, I feel like, you know, I'll be doing that sometimes. Like, I'll make some shit. I'm like, bro, like, I could hear Try. You could, he could just yeah, hear somebody like, on it. Like, just, yeah, oh, man. Young and May was like, yeah, Young and May type beat, you know, whatever. And, like, yeah, I think that's fine. But, like, it's so, I can't imagine myself, like, finishing a beat and then being like, boy, this sound just like some Metro shit. Let me. That's like, when you just deleted it. <laughs> you gotta be like, ooh. Nah, Maybe like, send it to him and be like, I don't know if you want it. It sound like you. Like, so, <laughs> I don't know, bro. Here you go. Like, yeah, that's my thing. And I think um, from when I used to rap more, one thing for me, um, and this was just a, like a more personal thing for me, like it felt like it kind of, as an artist, the tight beats would kind of bias me a little bit, just like unconsciously, because as soon as you see, oh, Travis Scott beat, you, I kind of, at least for me, I kind of myself like, yo, how would Travis sound? Like yeah, like, that's And maybe wrong. that's just because there's like a producer in me too, but... You know, that was, like, a big thing for me was I would rather just get the beat with, like, a name and then I can, like, figure shit out myself. And yeah. Exactly. That's, that's hella real. I don't know, but, you know. That's the two cents. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> our two cents. You know, do what you do. Live, we live and let live, man. Like, people be getting on from type beats, you know, and so do your thing. I would yeah. say just my my number one piece of advice for everything is just don't undervalue personal interactions like the internet is great you know posting your shit with the type b is dope but, but like, building relationships with a couple of artists yeah and you don't need type b shit you for don't that. need type yeah. b shit for that just find you some artists you fuck with and start working with them and like you can still post shit on the internet and, and do the type b thing but you know nina talks okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're going to take a little smoke break, you know, re-up a little bit, and then come that back. good gas. Get that good <laughs> gas and come back after these messages. Hey, hey, and we're back Yo. here with Nina Talks. Um, for our second half, we actually have a guest. 
Um, thank you, Stu, for coming and joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, and so, would you want to um, tell everybody a little bit about yourself? I will. My name is Stu. Um, basically, I'm an artist out of St. Louis, and I do a lot of preaching about uh, black progression and the arts in St. Louis. Beautiful black woman. Beautiful black women. You know, I'm real versed with relationship talk and all that other stuff. If you didn't know, that's kind of my go-to. That's for sure. We gotta get some like. That's what we gotta do. I mean, we gotta get some like the bomb drops and the air horns and shit. I'm trying to the intro in the back. You heard me? We gotta get some of the bomb drops. We gotta get some of the show. Do 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 do. We gotta get those flicks bombs. Boom. Yeah. We got this shit going crazy. Drop the Nina tag or some shit. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we have Stu here in the house. And, you know, this actually came about because of a, a, a Twitter interaction. I saw you tweeting about, you know, black wealth and money in the black community. And I was really excited about the conversation for that because I feel like that's real, man. Yeah, man. It's like, it's some steps we got to take now to get us back relevant. But, you know, it's going to take some sacrifices. We got to understand that. Yeah. You know, a lot of us live for today. But if we plan for tomorrow, then that can be a step towards the future. You know what I mean? That's real. Like, for starters, <clears throat> it's cool, you know, to have nice things. But you got to have some stuff with value that's going to, you know, yeah. have place over time. Type shit. That's real. Ownership. That's ownership. It's, that's the biggest thing is ownership yeah. right now. Ownership. Investments. Like, I think... We really gotta get just people in an investing mindset. Like I think it's and it's hard. Like I get it. Like I'm not. I'm. I think a lot of people preach the investment mindset, right, but also right. just don't recognize the reality of so, like being poor. True. True. But, like I do think we like we just kind of as like I don't know a culture a community whatever you want to call it we need to figure out some way to like aggregate wealth in our communities and yeah. pass it down generationally like that's the only like that's the only way this shit works that bro like true. Yeah. we were just talking about it earlier on the episode that just having generational wealth changes the playing field totally but it's, it's also like people think it's just like you started these it's how you start big but no it's the smaller things you can do to get us there like uh for instance like just simply taking care of your credit yeah can yeah. get you far oh, in life like black yeah. people don't take consideration how people look at that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You pay those bills on time. Just build up your name to where when you want to move up forward in life, yeah. your credit will talk for you. Yeah. Right? Because even if you want to get a car, right? Like, exactly. having bomb credit can literally, like, cut your car note in yeah. half. Exactly. Like, like, having a lot of cash is cool. Like, it'll get you far, but Guap that up. credit, <laughs> that extra yeah. step that gets you there. And there's, like, there's, all, there's, like, simple ways to... I think a lot of the hard things, too, is, like, people often like that information isn't like it's available but it's not really given that's true it's just like Like, with the school system yeah you don't have to get those loans and stuff like there's other ways like you can go to like in-state school that's cheaper yeah yeah you can work on grants and other programs and stuff you know what i'm saying it's like You'll have to pile up the debt that way, but that won't right. tell you that. Even if like, they make it seem like you gotta shoot Ivy League. Yeah, yeah. you, you don't gotta have take to all the loans. Like, if you ain't going to a big name college, don't even go type shit. Like, a diploma's like a diploma. Right, yeah. and it's like, if you go, like, you can go to, like, you know, not a quote unquote prestigious school, but just, like, hustle and do your thing and come out on top, bro. Like, exactly. it happens all the yeah. time. Like, they're, you know, like, I played a lot of uh, I played a lot of video games, and so like in the video games, like you always gotta like put your money in like 
in good armor or you gotta put exactly. your, you gotta put exactly. some shit in like skills exactly. like yeah. you gotta up your skills you gotta up your armor you can't be buying no like consumables and shit like, <laughs> you gotta buy shit that's gonna stick that's with gonna you get bro. You new levels, bro like you gotta buy the shit that's gonna stick with you that you're gonna grow with and like right. even just like investing in your craft like people sleep on like Man. a time investment of just like Sometimes you gotta either like find a craft that you could be happy with, true, or you gotta like just allot the time to like I'm a grind right now and do shit when that's I'm happy true. later. Like, yeah, you don't understand. That's the thing that separates a good artist from a great artist. Like somebody can be way more talented than me, for as artist. Like you can be a cold painter, but if I'm putting in the work every day, like I'm grinding hard, I'm building my name right there. I can make it way farther than him, and he's you know ten times better than me. Yeah. It's all about that effort you put in your craft. Bro, hard work beats talent, bro. Yeah. I can tell you how many trash rappers I don't agree with, but they on the stage for a reason. You know what I'm saying they grinded it up. They work, yeah, bro. You may know some better St. Louis artists, but you know what I'm saying they may be going as hard. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing different than they are? Yeah, yeah. and it's some. It's, it's also like hard to this like. It's one of those. I, I read this. I, th- I mentioned this earlier, but I read. Um, I read this report and they were just kind of talking about how like if you don't have money it's hard to make money and so like a lot of times like you just gotta work hard because like sometimes you know the white kid could want to start painting and then have like a whole bunch of paint sets and shit but sometimes you gotta hustle and paint to make money to buy buy yourself a paint set like like, we gotta like sacrifice the luxuries and shit sometimes to keep reinvesting in the shit that's gonna make you more money like we also gotta like like, I understand it's, it's an unfair advantage that they have above us, but we also gotta stop crying about it and just make something happen, you know what I mean? Like, us talking about it is one thing, but yeah. we know what the situation is. This ain't nothing new for us. It's like this for a while. Let's but, just do it, you know what I'm saying? I say keep crying about it, but keep working. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, if you don't cry yeah. about it, put the work with it, you know what I'm saying? I ain't tell you to don't speak on it, but yeah. at the same time, you still gotta be doing your thing. Yeah, I feel that. And I think, I think really at the end of the day, one of the biggest things right now, since, you know, we may not have the, you know, our grandmas may not have, man, my voice gets so raspy. <laughs> like our grandmothers may not have, you know, houses that they can just pass down to right, us. Right. But like one thing that we can start doing, especially now in the internet age where there's so much access to information, is just accruing knowledge. Like That's true. Even That's if you may not be able to yeah. get something right now, if exactly. you know how to get it and the steps necessary to get it, like That's a start. you're already starting somewhere. Like yeah. you know, like knowing how to apply for a loan or like knowing how to you know file your taxes, just knowing Planet how to manage future. your money, like in general, like you being able, like a lot of like I mean, a lot of people our age are fucked because like yeah, we have you know opportunities that our parents didn't. But we're learning to manage money from parents who didn't know how to manage yeah, money. Exactly. And so now we're fucking exactly. up our money because they were fucking up their money. And they still exactly. giving advice. And they like, still tell us, like, take that money, it's rec- all good. Like, <laughs> sometimes you got to recognize, like, there's sometimes where you, like, you gotta recognize that like you can't always take things at face value too. Like you can't. learn it for your like if you don't understand something, don't just be like, oh yeah, and then just write like an incomplete thought in your right. memory. Like it's true. figure out how that figure shit. Because and I think it. A lot of times in like the talk shows, like we could come here and we could sit down and we could say like, oh, be smart with your money, invest in like a house or invest in doing all of this, invest in doing all of that. But like, you got to take that and then go back and learn how to actually do it. You can't just put, buy a house in the yeah. back of your head and one day I you'll learn how to, house. one day you'll learn how to buy a house. Time right. will just keep flying by and next thing you know, you're like, shit, I'm 30, man. Like, right. And it's like, I can't see it on this <laughs> podcast and explain to you all right. the intricacies of right. a house. 
So like you gonna have to put in some legwork. That's true. Like you like know? one of the um, the good things I do is um you set up like little reminders to keep like for your goals. Like say you yeah. got a big goal. Say yeah. your goal is on the house. You gotta set up small steps yep. that you can uh, complete. Yep. You know, and then once you're done with each of those small yeah. steps, you done got the house. Hold yourself accountable, man. I like just break it down. That's one of the craziest things that people sleep on is just knowing how to like compartmentalize a task and just exactly just break big it down things always seem big until you break them down into like the little the small points you know oh, i can do that oh you i just gotta that. go on this website okay exactly. oh, i get that for him. i can do that like yeah. and then it just starts to seem easy exactly you know? step one meet with the visor no. step two is this that step three is right you know yeah it's just like a video game i really help it also it really just helps you start to kind of think long term too and just in the position of like okay i know how to do all of these things like now that I know what I did wrong, how do I make it easier for my kids? So that way, when they hop up in this situation, they already got the bag. Like, right. we trying to get the bag so we can, like, you trying to hand the bag yeah, off the bag to everybody that exactly. you fuck with, your kids, your, like, everybody, man. Like, hand the, bag off. the plan is to make it easier for the next step. So they ain't got to the go Transition of the bag. Yeah, <laughs> And they ain't necessarily just giving it to them, you know what I'm saying? I want them to work for it too, but... I want them to be in a situation where they can work and not worry about all these other yeah. thousand of things, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They can just get it. Because yeah. even my thing with my, like, whenever I have kids, I'm like, I want you to learn, like, the principles and, like, I'll give you the money as long as I know you're responsible. Like, exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't want you to have to work 100 hours to get whatever, like, the... I just want to make sure, like, when I give this to you, you're not going to blow it. Like, right. you know... We can make it easy to get. You know how you to get it. You got to make sure that when you get it, you're <laughs> you know what the hell you're exactly, doing. Exactly. Like, <laughs> You, you can't teach work ethic, but you can teach, like, value on things. Right. Yeah. Like, you can teach you, like, this is what you need to do, and this is what you got to take care of to do it. Because it's like, I mean, I remember being, you know, 14, 15 or whatever, and just being like, you know, like, I'm smart. I'm, I'm fairly smart. Like, I'm not going to say, like, I'm super-duper smart. But, like, smart enough. I'm smart figure enough that, like, I can figure some shit out. So, like, if you give me, you know, something and let me know, like, get this job done well, like, you know, I can do that. And, like... I trust that my kids gonna have that same energy where it's like, all right, like, that's true. I can get you a car, but I need to know that if I get you this car, you're gonna drive it responsibly, you're gonna right. adhere to some rules, like, da 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 da. Like, you can have whatever you want, but like, mm -hmm. you just gotta, you know, play within the confines. Like, yeah, that's how true. it goes. Like, I think they come from teaching values too. Yeah. Like, cause it, it, it can be like a rich family with values, you know what I'm saying? You can be a right. poor family without them, it doesn't matter, like, where you come from. It's all about, like, that teaching method that you right. have. Right. Cause I know, like, personally, like, Growing up, we didn't have the best stuff, you know. So we had enough, but we had the best stuff. So it made me appreciate things, right. you know what I'm saying. So when I finally got it, I know I gotta take yeah. care of this. I gotta go get it. Yeah, this makes. I, I was having a conversation with my girl recently. We were just, we were talking about how crazy it is that oftentimes you see like white celebrities who like maybe like lose a lose a big gig or fall from grace and for some reason don't have any money and how they just like flip out. Exactly. And like how crazy it is to like. I'm like, damn, if my bank account hit zero today, I'd be kind of stressed, but I'd be cool. Like, Exactly. <laughs> you know, being broke made me resourceful. Yeah. Like, I know I, I had some days where, you know what I'm saying, like I had to lose one guarantee. You had to finesse. You had to figure out ways I can get ahead with having a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think they was ever taught that. That's going to be an interesting, like, because I think, I think it's, it's interesting, like, knowing, like, oh, if we're thinking about, like, what's going to happen in, like, the generation after us or the one after that, like, if the goal, if our goal is to make it so that way, like our kids have money, like how avoidable is it 
from them like and is it even like bad to just like kind of never grow up not having anything like you always just have shit is that a bad thing like <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. I, I just think it's situational. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it just depends on like, again, like what, what the values around having those things are. That's if you're well. just always given things, then yeah. like, yeah, you're probably gonna grow up in a mindset where you feel like you're owed shit. And That's so once you're once you're true. a human being that thinks everyone owes you shit, you're ready to ask. Nobody owes you shit. So like, once you start thinking like that, it's over. But like. If you can grow up in a way that it's like, no, I need to work hard enough that I can earn something. Yeah, exactly. Then like you can get again, you can get whatever you want. Like, yeah. The world is your oyster, but recognizing you got that, like make more money if you like. Yeah. Make- <laughs> you can like you you would just just don't get someone and you can tell they grew up from like oh they feel like the world owes <laughs> shit like you feel like they just feel like they deserve a trophy right? for getting exactly. up today exactly. like. Nigga, I'm here. I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, they got to grind it out, man. Like, yeah. But not having stuff will really make you think about all the time. When you don't have nothing, all you think about is when I'm get it and how I'm going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's all you ever thinking about. That's so, real. What I got to do to get to it. When and I'm you're always thinking it. about even when you got it. You like you like that scroll on Ice Age, bruh. You're like, <laughs> shit, I always got to get it. Chasing that nut. <laughs> but you got to think about it. You always got to think about it. Once you got it, how I'm going to keep it. Yeah, can I, how can I get you more? You stashing it. You like they always show a scene where that nigga got a tree full of motherfucking but he's still acorns, chasing another one. <laughs> and he's still trying to get one. I'm like, you risking your life. You got a whole ass tree floating around the ocean somewhere. Right. <laughs> Which that's I like, like people I look up to like financially. It's like uh like people like like Diddy like, far as he ain't just take one lane or like Fifty Cent like he ain't just rap. Yeah. Like once he got rap, mm-hmm. what he start doing? He start opening up other avenues for his money right. to make his own. Like he started doing the vitamin water deals, and he started doing the movies and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He started branching out, and not just not rap wasn't just his income anymore. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have different sources of income too. Yeah, and I think especially, I think one of the kind of bigger things we can kind of do as far as this conver this conversation about kind of how we, how we as like a black community, as an art community, etc., etc., kind of like start to be financially responsible and build wealth and just talk about some of those like misconceptions of how things work and you know whatever your industry is and just knowing more about like personal finance like I think on such a big level like get like first things first just like get a bank account you know what I mean like that's like such a big thing that like I talk to I talk to artists and like they don't have and I'm like man like that's the first thing you need because right. it's like if you want to get paid off your music you gotta there has to be somewhere for it to go to you like, know I what I mean artists like, didn't have cash app or nothing like that like yeah that's such a helpful sort even just if it's like other sources like PayPal or something have something the other yeah, way yeah have something you know where you can store your money like, that, that way alone you're ahead of the next man who's right. just taking money for his paintings or something like that right you know? like now you can do this and that right and that's. That's just such a huge key, so... And it's like, for the most part, like, the technology is so accessible that, like, the everyday artist who can put their music online can also open up a bank, bank account. account. True. That, True. like... Technology is... Technology, account. social media has made it so that way there are avenues for... Especially in the entertainment industry. I was just going to speak on it. Like, the rap game, like... You know, it's like if Art, it's just like, even the even just the fact that artists can now actively open up shops. Exactly. 
Exactly. Like, come on, pre-social media, you exactly. you not really selling your like shit to anybody you outside known your city. Was getting like a record deal. Now yeah. you, like, you can make prints and sell multiple copies. Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah, and social media is open such a great platform. But you gotta take advantage of those opportunities too, and you gotta know about which ways you can do yeah. it too. That's why it's easier now, but you still gotta have the same work ethic too. Yeah, and I think I think that's kind of again. I guess we get back to like what we're talking about work ethic. I think that's kind of where a lot of people fall short. Is All right. I think I think a lot of people want their art to be their career, right? And have great content. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of niggas that can rap really, really well. Exactly. There's a lot of niggas exactly. that can paint really well. A lot of niggas make bomb ass beats. But what they don't necessarily recognize is that like is that that business component where it's like, all right, you you're the product now, right? Yeah. Like we've talked about this on the show before, where it's just like. You have to then know how to market and sell mm -hmm. whatever it is you're doing. Exactly. And then the base layer of that, getting back to the financial component of this conversation, is like once you market that, there has to be someone for that income to go to. And then you have to start thinking rationally about what you're going to do with this money. Because, like, you yeah. know, people will, get, people will get that check, but then not make, you know, smart moves with the money, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of just... A tragedy, right? Like, yeah, and it, and it's like and it's a super like it's a super small scale thing. Cause I do think there's like a lot of the value in so much transparency in the world, and so many black people just entering higher education, uh -huh. getting their PhDs and uh -huh. stuff. Is we have a better grasp of like where we are in like America too, and just kind of like moving with the knowledge that it's a big like hurdle to climb exactly. but the first steps that we need to do is make sure like we can figure out how to make it in america on our own like this is true. once you get everybody kind of at the point where they yeah. like i can step out and like i'm i, I understand like the way uh, the rules in america works enough that i can kind of like finesse and like i can like understand when people try to like cause i think the end goal is like Black people need to be able to like communicate and gather enough to have like a political push in places. Like, yeah, that that would definitely. The end, the at the end of the day, like the I don't think the big no big equalizer is gonna come without a political movement. Yeah, like, we think we we're not gonna open a company that's as big as Chase. Not gonna, <laughs> black people aren't gonna make open up a Chase bank. Like, do you think as a people we care enough about politics? And I don't, I don't think, think that don't immediately, think but I think yet. that in a couple of generations, right, that right. can be. If pe people don't have to have to focus enough time into doing it now, but just make sure that your kids understand it. Exactly, yeah. it's true. Cause like, well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I think that's just kind of like one of the biggest things I was talking about with like education, right? It's hard to care about politics when you, you don't know what the fuck. Niggas exactly, got to do exactly. shit. You can't out here preach and tell people to read. Like, fucking. I don't know what a caucus is. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> but you can, like, like, you can kind of, like, direct your kids to, to like, if you understand things about the world, you can make sure that your kids aren't being fed bullshit by the way. Right. It's true. That's true. It's like, <laughs> we got to show them that, like, you know, how important that this stuff actually plays into our life. Like, for example, like, um, we need people that's like to include ourselves into those local elections and stuff. Yeah. That contribute to the bigger scale things that's going on in our city. Like, yep. you know, I love my city, but it ain't perfect. But the one thing we can do is start changing it is yeah. get involved in those things. And picking our judges, all of those yeah. things. Yeah. So, like, when something like Michael Brown happens, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got the right police force and stuff that's making the right decisions. You know what I'm saying? Getting yeah. the right officers employed to make things happen. Right. I but think we got to care about those. Politics. I think that's that's hella real, man. I remember one of our homies, Clark, was telling us just like 
your local election is so much important. more important than the it affects your everyday exactly. life so that's much the more. shit that affects your, your day-to-day life, day like, life. Like, it's your local election like them niggas live right around the corner and exactly. they're governing your shit like <laughs> all those bullshit laws that you're dealing with just in state in your cities that, yeah. that shit, it matters more it matters than a big scale and stuff. the fact that they're like well there's just literally like places in the city where you just like People can just like talk. People just casually smoke weed, even though it's illegal, because it's like it, the over the local laws and the local relationships the local matter. The norm. people who actually enforce laws are the people that you have to like skirt around. So you could tweet all you want about like hating Trump. But, exactly, like, exactly. The dudes you don't know his name is actually yeah. <laughs> the important things. <laughs> no nigga a mile away from you is the one fucking your shit up. Like, <laughs> no, we, Trump gotta, don't even know. We gotta place the importance, and we just gotta show each other like this is stuff we gotta. Curb yeah, about it, yeah. Like, you know that's not real. Growing up, you know, we didn't care about it. We just picked the president. We thought that was just it. It's yeah. a lot of shit that we got to care about that yeah. takes our lives. And even that kind of goes back to just like our schooling. Because, like, I remember coming up in school, like, at least as far as my memory recalls, like, we were never kind of taught that. Right. No one ever said, like, when we were going over, mm-hmm. you know, the government structure, no one was ever like, no one ever told us, like, oh, you should care about, you know. They didn't. They, said they never thing. say that. But, like, yeah. but you see, the implicit message is the big one is all that matters. That's the one that's on TV. That's yeah. what mom and dad are always talking about. That's the shit that's hot. All you need is one person at a young age to be like, hey, you should really focus on this one. And that's what's kind of locked in your yeah. mind. Like, oftentimes, like, what you absorb as a child, even if it changes as you grow older, that's still kind of the bedrock of your mental yeah. kind of framework. Another thing I, like, I talk about is, like, all of this shit, all everything, it starts at home. Like, yeah. before you go out into the world, everything you learn is at home. Everything. So we gotta start there with like preaching the importance on values, yeah. on money, on policies, all this stuff you need to be teaching your child, your siblings, everybody yeah, around not you. Even your kid, like and your then cousins. They go into the world, they deal with yeah. the school and stuff, they learn more, and then they get yeah. onto workforce, they learn more. Yeah. But it all starts at home. What do you learn at home? Right. And that's what we gotta do as black people. And you I mean, like, family first. And it's like, it's definitely, it's still like, it's always an unfair, like, ground. It's not, it's not like if we, like, educate all of, like, the black people in America. It's gonna be great. That we're gonna be great. Like, nah, right, right. because they're still, like, still gr- even growing up, like, I went to, like, uh, I went to an all white school, and, like, they're, they're just, like, you have parents who are, like, politicians who all the kids just like they just spend time around because you know they're hanging out with their friends yeah. and you just casually around like you understand you take in like i go home and like i'm watching tv and my mom come home from work like you know there's like like a lot of times like since like white people are already where they are they kids just grow up knowing shit because yeah, they parents throw around shit. It's like, already in that environment. And so like that shit's so hard to move but it's like the now the least that we could do was make sure that we yeah. get help like <laughs> yeah, and then maybe somebody go pop up and have a bomb ass plan, bro, and be like, "Hey, I fuck with that nigga." Exactly. <laughs> but he had the knowledge, you know what I'm saying, to get to that first. Yeah. When I put that opportunity to there for him. Yeah, yeah. dog. <laughs> like anything, I think the nuances are always in like the small pieces, right? It's always those little things, those little moments, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, oh man, like Jimmy's dad owns a business, and exactly. like one day he just took a group of us down to his office and talk to us about some shit and, and now, that was I, important. now I just like know some shit that yeah. like I'm gonna apply to my day to day life and it's gonna like oh you know my favorite one of my favorite movies well I'll say this one of my favorite parents in cinema was from Minister Society 
You know, yeah. the daddy was yeah. preaching all this stuff about gentrification and stuff. Yeah. Like, I always wish I had that in the home. We just, like, t- yeah. preaching that well, stuff. Yeah, well, you just, somebody just know it and you yeah. You didn't know about that stuff at first. <laughs> but someone got to teach you, especially the exactly. fact that, like, school, like, you can't, I feel like so many people lean on schools to teach kids. And, like, I think one of the biggest things that, like, I think, as just like a society, even just general, like kind of regardless of race right now, it's just the way our education is set up, like so many kids just don't get taught the things they need to know. That's true. Right? Yeah, so like, the things that matter. And that's, and, and that's fine, right? Like, but that's not like the end-all be-all. Right, that's not the, but that's right. School isn't the end-all be-all, right? It's like, you can't just be like, oh man, school don't teach that. Oh, like, I'll just never know. My kids just never know it. Poor guy, like, no, like, you can like get you those can take like, and, and teach your kid that shit. Like I think yeah. you know. And I think like definitely like kids will be like kids will be kids and you learn you care about learning more than um when you're older, when things matter to True. you. Yeah. When True. you're a kid, but I think you like I think one valuable yeah. thing that people can just like put in their kids is just like a curiosity to learn that's so like true. whenever it whenever it does spark up they like they actually yeah. are interested it's in just learning and then they go further and don't like discourage like the concept of learning make it like probably one of the most rewarding things that your yeah. kid does like yeah they talk, they talk about that i don't know if y'all i don't know if y'all seen it but like they talked about in this there's a study that kind of talked about the way in which like black families tend to like raise their kids is like so different yeah. from the way white families raise their kids and it and it can actually discourage learning like, yeah, like yeah. I think about how like so like when the example they use is kind of like oh like you know when a black kid might say like drop a glass on the floor full of water right you know your mom might come like what the hell you do that shit for like <laughs> da, 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 da. Like, do that you might get yelled at you might right. get a little spanked you know whatever but they talk about how like in a lot of white homes like that shit might happen and like yeah it might be like a, oh it might be like, their, their response be like oh now why'd you do that like yeah, well, yeah. type shit and their kids like their kid doesn't feel that they didn't know why the fuck they dropped the water they just, that's true they probably they were, didn't even try to yeah, yeah. they was, probably wasn't even trying to and so like that idea of like you're more likely to take things as they are versus questioning why they are and then right. either agreeing or disagreeing and then it's like oh if, say he was dropping the glass on the floor to be like oh i i don't know what this does i want right. i want to know what this does because a lot of the random shit kids do when they they're young it's because they just don't know what the fuck some shit does so they're just like i don't know i'm gonna touch it and exactly like, know. you like, can't punish ignorance right so you know. can't punish ignorance and because then they're just gonna be like oh well like, i can't i don't know it. why but and, and, and like yeah it's, yeah it's a lot of things that don't like directly translate to any result but they kind of just like you see, a, you see a lot of times, like, I used to tutor, and, like, a lot of the people I would tutor, like, they would get, when they're frustrated about not knowing something, it's more so of, like, a, like, a fighting it, pushing away, don't want to deal with it, like, I, I, hate, I hate this shit, versus, like, uh, I can't figure this out, like, uh, I want to figure it out, but I'm struggling right now. Like, can you help me figure it out? Like, and giving me... up is an outlet. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't get this. Yeah. Like, and it's like this is dumb. Like, and you start to kind of like push it away. It's like if you don't understand it, then it's not for me to know. Versus yeah. like, why don't I understand this? How can I understand this? Like, right. yeah. And it can be applied in any situation. Like, it goes like, anywhere. If you see somebody doing something wrong or not doing the best in life, you know what I'm saying? Whatever happened to them, you don't know that, but. You can still help them figure right. out what they're yeah. saying, what they're doing wrong, and how can you do better. Yeah, right. I think that's kind of the main thing. I think just those community values, bro. Just... But one thing I will say though, like for as a city that went through it so much as we did, one thing I can applaud the art community is like 
it's real progressive and like it's helpful. Flames, like bro. we all we come together and nah, try to guide I think each there's other. A, I, I feel like there's so much potential in the art community, especially like specifically because like being honest, like St. Louis is like just a big opportunity. It's so much vacant. It is. It is. Like, there's so much talent here too. And there's so much like I feel like there's like so much potential energy um, in the art community that like. If people communicate, people get together, and people work together when they start getting their bags and start putting yeah. some permanent footing in the city. Like, even if you move and go other places, like if as long as you own a few Throw houses, right as long as you yeah. care about the right. property that right. you own, like, then then that's how you get groups of people who can like affect the laws in the area when everybody on the block owns house like that's true yeah and then they start caring about the laws and stuff they you're the homeowners the association that's buying up the block because yeah. you and your homies like live on the same street exactly. like and y'all own that part of you yeah man yeah i remember <laughs> my dad was talking about um because my dad is one of those people that be hella involved in like communities and shit it's hella right. funny. i'm from maryland originally so this is all this shit is taking place in silver spring maryland um but he was kind of he'd he be going to like um you know like the local like board of education uh-huh. meetings and all that stuff and he'd be talking about how like no like you know, when I go to those meetings, it's like very few black people and these often encompass spaces that are majority black people. That's where the laws get written. Yeah, and that's, so that's how they're being purchased. And that's where they're saying like, oh, we don't want to you do this program. We want to do this program. Right. Why isn't my kid in like, you know, why, why isn't our school, you know, gym getting fixed? Like that's when all those things get. No, I don't want those kids from that other district to come over here because of blah, blah, blah. Basically, like, yeah, right, right, it's right. like, you know, and as we just talk about community again, it's just like those little things, like making those very small local changes. And I think, I think within, I was talking about the arts community, I think that like, we are the type with that energy since we are, since the culture here is so do-it-yourself, like I don't think there will be any hesitation for us to be those ones who are like, what, the bathroom's in the school not working still? we up in the meeting like what's up because we're used to yeah, I think, yeah, I think right. the culture people who grew up in this community who are used to they're, they're used to being on that wave of like if I don't like the way something is I'm gonna put that work in and change it I'm yeah. not about to just complain about that shit because I know like we gotta get involved in the school yeah meetings. like we the don't make PTO that. meetings and all those right. things and like that was kind of one of the things that stuck us here was like man we got out and we just like oh like we got the space to just like do things ourselves like, we had the space and people got the energy and people We just want to communicate, love, man. Like, communication is key. Yeah, because like you go to DC, <laughs> like it's it's a little harder to like book venues and do all that stuff really? out there because it's like, you know, it's 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 a little bit more mm-hmm. popping, like it's more like densely populated okay, and shit. So it's like, you know, you kinda gotta know somebody, like mm-hmm. this standard third, like even worse in New York, like one of my cousins trying to come out here to do some work. Cause I was telling him, I'm like, bro, like, it's room to move out here, like there's there's energy and there's positive people like come out here like mm-hmm. it's not right. new york is you know the city of bright lights and shit but like you know you gotta know the promoter like true, you gotta pay a true. fee like true. all that shit like out here it's like you know you gotta book your venue or whatever but it's like a lot of them be open and ready to work with people and help you do whatever you know and, and i also feel like when you're done doing what you want to do you want to be in a position where like you're not really trying super hard to like when you done exactly. doing whatever you're doing. You got the money. You got it. It's solid. It's not. It's not. You know. You're not chasing nothing. You're not like, chasing yeah, nothing. It's like, there for you. It's you like, make your money and you like okay. Like I got a nice ass crib. I got this nice ass property yeah. I own that I'm renting out. Like I got my shit. So let me just go travel, do whatever I want. Like I keep working on my shit and get better. Like you're not answering to nobody. And this is yeah. a dope ass like 
this is a dope ass opportunity to be in a position where like you don't necessarily have to answer nobody after you finish getting your shit. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> you don't know. It's like it's like the freedom that you always wanted to make the money. Yeah. <laughs> nah, St. Louis is about to be on, bro. Like I said, we we like in recent years, like we in a kind of in a renaissance right now, and like in recent years, what started it was like the coming together, the culture, and supporting each other. Yeah. Like that started it all, and then because the talent been there. You know what I'm saying? We all always had the talent each other. Yeah. But it's like that once we started supporting each other, you know, and going to each other's events and saying, oh, yeah, you can't do that, that's when it started just taking off. Like, I just started painting, like, I believe 14 or 15. And, like, since then, I've seen so many people come out and with these different kind of traits and different kind of, like, mm -hmm. talents. I'm just like, wow, where all this talent come from? Yeah, crazy, like, huh? I, I legit know a model, I know a painter, I know a producer, I know a rapper, you know, I know all these different kind of things. Like, yeah. we're talented. Yeah. And once we keep supporting each other and push each other on, it's and it's crazy having building. a network because you're like, whatever I want to do, I could do it. I got homies that exactly. do it with me. I know yeah. somebody for everything. And like, if I do my things right, and I know in like next year, two years, like, I'm not asking you to do this for the cheap. Like, I'm writing you a real contract and giving you a bag too, because. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm in a position to Because we're working together. Like, I'm going to make 600 off this event, and I'm trying to give you two, 300. <laughs> and everybody wins. Everybody wins, bro. Like, yeah. And that's kind of one of like one of the goals that when the people I work with like, like I don't, my goal isn't to be like the the greatest artist. Like that's just my segue into being what I want to do. What I want to do is make St. Louis a relevant city for us all of this. Right. And saying help out the black culture. And if I gotta do that through paint, then that's what it's gonna be. So I want to help out the next generation of artists. Right. I want to teach them different ways they can do to get on. I can encourage them to keep doing better stuff. That's what my goal is. Yeah. So I keep talking to people in our community. I'm every opportunity I can. I'm gonna retweet a flyer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just shout out the podcast. Love, you know what I'm saying? That don't hurt you. It don't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Retweets don't, don't cross you. Know what you and that one retweet, somebody will see that. It connect people. Exactly. You connect I'll be people. I'm appreciating the fuck out them retweets. Man, bro. that's I all you gotta do is retweet. That's I'm all like, hurt you. Thank you. Bro. I appreciate it. It's something little as a retweet can get you retweet, far, man. Bro. That kind of support. Even even if you saw something and somebody you didn't like, they did, or they versus trash, constructively come to them and be like, I don't know, I feel like you could do this and that. They may not hurt, they may do, but if they do, they'll think about that. Yeah. They'll do better, you know what I'm saying? And those ways we can help each other out. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, uh, I think criticism is such an interesting thing because people don't be, one, people don't like to give it. Right. Two, niggas be sensitive. And it's all about how you do it. Three, niggas don't know how to do it, right? That's true, like, that's true. People want to talk about like, oh man, like, you know, some of y'all be garbage, da 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 da, but I'm like, you're not helping nobody with that. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, First of that's, all. That's funny, it's great for the laugh, but it's like, if your intention is to like actually like try to help people get better, you're doing it wrong. First of all, go come to them personally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not on the TL open for everybody. Like, you know, bruh. When you, when you speak about the crowd, respect it so don't Show respect, bash man. it. You know what I'm saying? And then just speak on the way you disagree. Yeah, or you feel like, you feel like, like they get better. I like this, but you could have done exactly, this. Like, you know exactly. That's, that's all you gotta do. That's all. Positive, I'm, but you could have negative. I'm more so <laughs> for the realm of like, you know, if, a, if somebody's producing something, then it's on them to want to improve their craft. That's and true. That's seek. True. And if you don't properly seek feedback, then I won't give you feedback. I That's agree. <laughs> so, like, if you're rolling around and you're giving out CDs, I'm not going to tell you it's trash. I'm going to take it. If you come back and ask me, tell me what you think, I'm going to tell you what I think. That's, that's true. That's true. true. I guess that's different. I don't want to Because I'm not about to just say, like, oh, by the way, my no, opinion no. probably don't matter to you, so it I'm not going to waste the energy. Right? Like. So you waste your time saying something. <laughs> true shit. True shit. True shit. But hopefully, you know, we can get in a place where everybody's 
listening at least to what the next person got to but say. But then everybody you know? different, man. Everybody is different. Some people though. just won't ever give a fuck. <laughs> and you gotta let them be. And up. you gotta let them be cool with but it. You, you know? just gonna tell them something. <laughs> just don't listen to it then. <laughs> just, all right, just don't listen to it. <laughs> right. But that don't mean we can't, you know, try to help the people who will listen or. Yeah. Because if you at least try, you would know if they don't, you know, you know if you don't never try, yeah. then you can't say. You try to help the coach out. And, and personal growth is one of those crucial things to, like, Man. being able to handle the success. That's, like, required of, like, black people are required to be, like, top-notch in America. Like, you can't be and real average. You have to be at the same like, time, too. You gotta, be, you gotta be on your shit to, like, progress. Like, That's true. <laughs> but, you know, like, one thing... Even, I, yeah, sorry. Like, getting off subject a little bit here, but... I think black people, we don't take mental health as seriously as we should. Nah, nah I went to a therapist like, for real. Mental health like, problems is, like... Progression in mental health. It's just crucial, man. It's like you exercise, like you want to know how to like. You got to be in a position where like things that happen don't like mentally like. Yeah, and some people can't you. control it. You know, they there's can't. mental they illness can't. and things like that. But like, if you can, you want to. The way I think, I'm an engineer. I want to do everything um, possible to increase my probability of success. Exactly. And if somebody is telling me that my mental health is something that can fuck me up in the long run, <laughs> then how do I it fix really it? It really can. It really can. Like, let me be proactive because like, I'm thinking, we think in the long run. That's the whole reason we're having this conversation. It's like, you think about what's going to happen to your kids' kids and you can't be out here letting shit go, like, letting screws loose in your car driving exactly. the highway and yeah, engine Extra every right. level is legit. If somebody tells you something wrong, check it out and if not, then you're just ignoring something that breaks. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the colder talk, bro. Like that's that's how I know if I fuck something up on the job, bro. Like, and if I, you just ignore something, it's not gonna go away. That shit gonna sit there and it's gonna keep breaking. Right. That's true. <laughs> like, it's, you know, like you said, like it's all about that personally how you endure. Cause like me, if I paint something, I feel like if my last paint ain't my best paint, I need to keep going harder. And if my last paint was my best paint, I gotta find a way to do better the next yeah. time. Yeah. Like if somebody told me they like something I did like two years ago, that kind of I'm taking me back. I'm like, damn. So all the stuff I did since then, I was saying, what right, did I, yeah. I do different or what did I do wrong so you don't like this? So I asked them like, okay, so what about that? You make like that. They may like something particular on that that you just did different. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but in my head, I'm still thinking, nah, I gotta make this next one better. That's all Back. I remember you know hitting me with that like, oh bro, you got any bees like that last jump? That last one. Look at this last jump. Just jump like this. I ain't trying to be just you know that good. I'm trying yeah, to be better next time. Better, like, Hell yeah, bro. But it's it's also hard because like from like a rapper perspective, like you know you said somebody like, first album was great. Yeah, they, they, yeah, that's cool. First Wait. album precious, and the second album precious. Man, with the second one, they might have tried to do something different, or they put a little diversity into it, and you didn't like that. I'm saying. Yeah. So that's probably one of the things they didn't. So um, not necessarily as you doing it better, but sometimes you just try to do it different. Yeah, I was reading something that I was kind of talking about how like the first album. It's always so good because the artist had their entire life to do it. Which is true. A lot of people and say that too. the second album, you have like a year or two to do it. And you got to do it better than the first one. Exactly. That you've been working on since you started doing music. You know what I mean? That's why, that's like a crazy thing. That that's second why, album will kill you. That's why I think like one of my favorite artists like is, is, is Kendrick, right? And uh, I don't think each album is like the Kanye effect. I don't think each album is like even the same at all. Cause, like, yeah. It's like each album, he took a different kind yeah, of route. So like if you kept making they're like, so different that you forget about Untitled Unmastered that like it was an album. Like, it was a throwaway. Like you like you <laughs> forget, but, yeah. but it's like it's like um like uh they expect you to keep making a good kid man city. 
But you on the Tim Paper Butterfly wave. Like, yeah. imagine if he didn't give us Tim Paper Butterfly. Yeah. I was like, that's one of the greatest albums that Great came album. out the last 10 you years. You won a Pulitzer, bro. <laughs> but you want your artists to keep going, to keep at the CD wave, so you'll get, you'll beat that to death. You'll be like, okay, you gonna do something different now? Yeah. So sometimes yeah. Like you gotta ward the diversity yeah. into it. As an artist, you just gotta do what you want, bro. People will never be happy, I feel like. Man, that's the one, that's one thing I had to earn myself. Like, as an artist, you gotta learn how to love your art first. Yeah. Like, the J. Cole effect. I think they call it a point where he gonna put out what he makes, and if you don't like it, it's just yeah. you're not liking it. But he still put it out and he loved it. But they also as an like, artist, you gotta love it. They're in yeah. that position now, where like they just straight. That's like, true. You can't make it good, bro. Cole not chasing nobody, bro. You not, not chasing no bag. That's Everything true. that he want to put out is because he's sitting there and he wakes up in the morning. And he's like, I want to work on this album, and I want people if to he, hear it. If he ever decides to not that he don't want to do it, he just not gonna do it. That's yeah. true. That's true. But because he got he got his shit, he got his foundation. He's working on like his other business ventures. Like <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you can't make that kind of risk on the first album. Talking yeah. about it. Nah, I don't care if you don't like this. That's your label album. You better get that advance, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that right back. And that freedom is just, I feel like, something that like a whole lot of black people just don't recognize. Probably ninety percent of us. Yeah, Man, that's too big of a number. Bruh, like the fact that like <laughs> if you owe somebody money, then you ain't got no freedom. <laughs> Man, like to be some people that came from being in change, like freedom in every aspect should be what we visualize, you know what I'm saying? Bruh. Financial freedom, emotional freedom, just like just being free to do what you want to do. There was like one random statistic there was a st- statistic in that article that said like the average black family in poverty has a net worth of zero. Whereas the average white family has a net worth of like 18,000. For your average to be zero, you gotta have like hella people who got negative net worth. Like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and like, I'm like, damn, dog. Like, you know, niggas keep hustling, dog. Like, that's, that's what we do because we live in a real different world, bro. We do. The average, we live in a real different sense. Like, the world looks different. Like, we view the world Four differently than white rules, people. Like, man, it is. Different it's like, morals. Like, that's how sometimes like white people can't tell you about. What you doing wrong? Because like you know, they we, live like we're in a different world. You, it's you don't understand world. obstacles. You don't understand like when I get pulled over, I'm legit scared that something happens. I have no even, criminal record, but if I go to state, I'm terrified. You get you afraid of most of the world, bro. Even at your best. Exactly. Like <laughs> even LeBron James at the height of success everywhere is still getting nigger. You know, <laughs> pain on his face. It's like you know, in the wrong situation, you will get the L. It ain't exactly. no coin flip. Ain't no fifty-fifty. Is you will get the L. We're in a whole different world. Niggas they will get themselves. That. And niggas just keep hustling, bro. Like, <laughs> man. That's like, as you were talking about 50 earlier, like, 50 knew these music checks are just loans. True. True. Yeah. So I'm going to get my own business. I'm going to get my own hey, checks. That's what I'm going to I want to do movies. I'm not about to be signed to nobody else entertainment company. Exactly. I'm going to my own entertainment company and do movies. Yeah, like, that's, that's how you do it. That's how... You get your own stuff. You start taking from their money. Yeah. You start building on yours. Build your own yeah. Once you start depending on theirs, then that's when you get to that point. You like, take their money and give it right back to yeah. them. Yeah. It's not <laughs> the whole like invest and buy black thing is dope, but like the real money comes in when you take your money from like when you get in the white money because they got so much more money. That's true. <laughs> you get that white <laughs> money and put it in the black. Like, like, money. honest, like if you got a business, you gotta, like, you gotta be looking for investors. Like you, your main, like your main goal gotta be like, okay, how do I keep as much of my business and how do I get as much money for this business? True. Like, true. like you want people to support you and all that, but like. If we talking bucks, like you gotta get your the money, that money green, bro. <laughs> and money in black and white. Get your assets, get your shit legalized, get that shit that can pass down to your kids. Yo, like, 
Like, it didn't go. Hustle is smart, bro. Life's a big game. It, it is, man. You gotta Every move you gotta make gotta be worth something. It gotta be worth something. You can't be just moving just to move. You gotta, <laughs> your no. moves gotta count. Like, what are you doing? What does this contribute to your next one? You know what I'm saying? How is yeah. this move for her gonna benefit everything else I got going? Right. Like, I remember even with us, like, just when we decided, like, oh, okay, we gonna start off as a studio and we gonna make it bigger. It was like, you know, I'm working, I'm getting money from my day job, and I'm like, all right, what do I need to buy so that I don't have to go to someone else to do this? Exactly. Yeah. What do I need to learn so that I don't have to go to someone else to do That was my whole motivation for Now me. you ain't got to go to somebody else's studio. And I don't got to go to we, get, we save up and we get the camera. Like, and like as we making money, we reinvest into the media. Yeah. Like, ain't no celebrating. Like, the most we might do is go get some wings. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's chicken, bro. That's that sacrifice shout you got to make. Chicken, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's... Hey, shout out to just chicken real quick, though. Yeah, just a black-owned business right there. Shout out. Right I on fuck with them heavy. Get you some just chicken, bro. I remember, you know, we're not from here again. And, you know, we came into this kind of St. Louis chicken combo with, I think, kind of like very fresh palates. You know, <laughs> the we, don't, we don't know the scene, right? You know, right. everyone grew up with their allegiance. And, and so we, we came in. Off. Like, nah, fuck that. Fuck St. Louis Winkle. You got to go to Birdenbell. <laughs> yeah, like, Birdenbell. Well, you got to go to <laughs> just, 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 just chicken garbage. You just look slow. <laughs> you got to go to Waterburger. <laughs> fuck Birdenbell. Like, yeah, like, like, and we just be like, whoa. Like, <laughs> we just try to eat some chicken. <laughs> people be, people, and I don't blame you because I go back home. I know Kenny's Wing Shop on uh, Rockville Pike. That's where I get my chicken and mumbo sauce from. You know, so I know I know how the allegiances be, so I don't fault nobody for them. <laughs> you know, if you're in D.C. and you trying to get some wings, you know, let a nigga know. <laughs> if you're in St. Louis, most definitely check out Just Chicken, though. Just Chicken is flames, bro. And it ain't too high, and it's, it's delicious. It's delicious, and they good people. They are. They, are they just people. be chilling watching them BET Yo. movies all day. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yo, I'm a, I, it's not BET. Not I don't know what it is, bro. That's the love They, they asking how you doing, how everything been in life. Bro, <laughs> I, be, I be watching the I TV. Mean, we had one, they had one thing. This dude just had a whole pole going through his hands. He was talking to the ambulance. I was like, what the fuck? They feel like, the homeboy was like, hey, dog, don't move. And he was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? He was like, I think you got a pole through your head. And I remember he was like, I don't know if I should tell him. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was real dramatic. I made it sound real corny. It was real no, dramatic. No, it was real dramatic because he couldn't feel the pole through his head because it was like fucking out right? right. right. of so, Yeah, so he was just like, if I tell you what's wrong, you're going to freak the true, fuck bro. out and die. So, like, I'm not going to tell you. Just know it's bad. Just don't fucking move. And dude was just like, there's a pole in my head, isn't there? And he was like, yeah, he was like, oh, fuck. Like, like, it's a whole experience right there. They be watching all kind of movies, bro. I just like, dang, bro. Y'all just be posted up in here, huh? Chilling. That's crazy. Eating chicken. Eating <laughs> chicken. I forgot what we was talking about, bro. That chicken good as fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> have to pull up on them for dinner, bro. Hey, that might be the move, too. High key might be the move. Shit. Well... Well, it was a good episode. Niggas about to go get some wings. <laughs> you feel me? Us, Thanks hey, for joining us, Stu. Uh, you want to shout out your Twitter and shit? Oh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter. Stu underscore 07 and Instagram OG underscore Stu. Hey, gang. For sure.